Yeah, welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 100. It's Monday night, March 7th, 2022. Thank you for listening. Oh God, this is not a good one. <laughs> Who's here tonight? <laughs> I think this one might have been rushed, this song. Who's here? Who's here? Uh, in studio, right in front of me, it's Brian Clark. Hello. What up? Coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota, it's Bo Brady. Hey, yo. What up, good buddy? What up? Nothing. week 21 in the nba there's only five weeks left of regular season five weeks it's crunch time what are we going to do tonight we're going to talk about our pick game of the week it was the sacramento kings in dallas playing against the mavericks I think we're going to kind of take a look at the standings and talk about the league a little bit as it's getting close to play in time. There's some stuff going on there. Visit our website. That's houseofhoops.com. It's H-A-U-S of hoops.com. I hope everybody enjoys tonight. Bo, how you doing, man? Yeah, doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I thought I'd be super bummed out coming into this podcast but 30 minutes ago i got a text from st paul public schools they were there was a strike pending the union had authorized it but they had reached a tentative agreement so the kids will fucking go to school tomorrow <laughs> congratulations <laughs> that's why you were going to be bummed because you were like oh, i'm back on daycare and uh, no it's just we were th- this bathroom remodel thing is starting and there's a contractor in the house uh-huh and he takes up yeah he has all his shit in one of our rooms upstairs he's working upstairs and going up and down the stairs and doing shit and they have three kids running around the house is just i mean you can't i'd have to we have to leave right i don't have to worry about that yeah for you personally it's a good thing it, less stress yes right school strike that's interesting yeah, they want more money for mental health, and uh, you know, I think maybe some other shit, some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. but the Minneapolis school system is, is striking tomorrow. Oh wow! So, kids gonna run wild. Oh, they well. are. How come no strikes ever happened when I was in school? That would have been awesome. <laughs> I never even heard of a school going on strike before, or teachers, or a union, or anything like that. Does that well, ha- happen often? We're real progressive here. Actually, so what happened two years ago is about this time last year, the teachers went on strike and then the pandemic happened. So I think that mm. caused the pandemic. Mm. <laughs> and so see, I'm thinking maybe this is the end of the pandemic. Stan Marsh and 
the St. Paul School District. That's right. <laughs> the Pangolin. <laughs> Did you do anything to celebrate our 100th episode today? Yeah, I went to the local record store, picked <laughs> something up, and they had a copy of Alan Jackson's Don't Rock the Jukebox for $70. Uh-huh. So I just took a picture of it. I didn't buy it. Oh. <laughs> Apparently it's a there's not many copies of those floating around. Yeah. Wow. Sounds expensive. Yeah, that's why I did not buy it. Yeah, fuck that. Well, that has nothing to do with us turning a hundred, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what have you been up to? What's up, man? Not much, man. You know, I see you all the time. I've been working. What's up, man? Just been working. Uh yeah, working? Yeah. Watching a little bit of basketball. What do you do at work? You know what I do at work. I wouldn't want you to describe it. I feel like you'd. What? Kind of, I feel like you'd sell me a little short, maybe. What? <laughs> ah, people want to know. What the hell do you do? I run around with my hair on fire <laughs> for eight to twelve hours a day. And then you just make sure it's not on fire when you leave. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I'm going to have an old style. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Celebrate our 100th episode here. There you go. What do you got over there? I I know what you have. Yeah. What is is that? So, to celebrate the 100th episode, um, today I watched the pit game. Uh Uh-huh. And I went to the liquor store and leaned in on some wine. Oh, big bottle of wine. Yeah. Got a bottle um, to drink tonight. <laughs> a whole thing. A whole bottle. <laughs> it is an A to Z Wineworks Pinot Noir that we've we've had on the show before. Pinot. It's a good old Pinot. This is the Essence of Oregon 2016 Pinot. 2016. This is, this is a little nicer than the bottle that I brought last time that is still sitting empty <laughs> on the desk of the podcast studio. <laughs> Yeah, this one, this one's it's it's better. Is it? I, th- I think so. Let me get you a taste. Have some. Yeah, here. I'll I'll pour it. Pour yourself a snort. Twenty sixteen, Greg Popovich wine. Yeah, for for anyone who who is unaware, or if you're a new listener, um, A to Z Wineworks is a winery um, that Greg Popovich is part owner of. And if you know anything about Spurs coach Greg Popovich, he knows his wine. He's a winner. He doesn't a, fail at anything he's ever. He's a winner and he's a whiner. He never fails. Not a whiner. <laughs> whiner. A whiner. <laughs> Let's see. 2015, 16. Would that be like the 15, 16 year or 16, 17 year? I would go 15, 16. Okay. So when they bottled that wine, the Spurs were 67 and 15. And Popovich was feeling real good about himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got my wines out. I yeah. got I got the new batch of wine bottled up. We're winning games. He's on top of the world. That's a winning bottle of wine. That's a 67-win bottle of wine. The label is um, black and white, Spurs colors. thought they were like black and silver. <laughs> There's white, too. There's white. There's white. It's true. That would be funny if they did like a Spurs bottle 
Texas edition. Yeah, it's good. I'm going I'm to drink a good bit of this bottle. Probably not the whole thing, but a good bit of it tonight. I'm going to try it out in a minute. Mm-hmm. So what else have you been up to? Got to get out for a little bit on Saturday. Yeah? Got to leave work early. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I was like, why yeah. is he working three hours today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sister had a baby shower. She's very pregnant. Oh. And so we went over to her friend's house. They have a beautiful home in Midtown. Oh, nice. And we hung out and played some parlor games and uh, ate some food and brought presents. Celebrated uh, my sister's future son, Luca. Hmm. Spelled L-U-C-A. So not named after Luca Doncic, but Lucia. Close enough to, eh, you know, could have named him Ja. Come on, man. <laughs> so can the kids... Is the kid born? It's not too late. Yeah, it's not too late. It, you ain't signed no papers. Nope. <laughs> I may have to lean. I may have to lean in on her a little bit on that. Yeah, Luca. My sister has no idea who Luca Doncic is. There was, but my brother-in-law does. <laughs> There's a guy here in Memphis who sits courtside at Grizzlies games. I'm not gonna name his name. I'm not gonna name drop him. Sure, but last year. Maybe it was last year. I think it was last year. He was uh, running around telling everybody. That I witnessed it firsthand. He's saying, man, I wish we could have got Luca instead of this Ja Morant. He really liked Luca. He's man, I wish we could have got Luca. Mm-hmm. Man, he's so good. Luca. And Luca maybe was just a little more NBA ready coming in. Yeah. That's what it was. Sure. And he was just seeing that. But this guy, this guy, I saw him again recently. He was around me. Mm-hmm. So I just spoke up. I was like, hey, man, you still uh, still want Luca instead of Ja? <laughs> he just busts out laughing. It's like, how do you fucking remember that? <laughs> goes, how do you remember that? I did say that. I, I have said that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, how do you feel about it? And he kind of laughed. And he's like, Ja, I mean, he's having a great season. And uh, he leaves and he goes to the bathroom and he comes back. And he's like, he's like, you know, Luca, because, <laughs> you know, Luca's still a hell of a player. <laughs> like he, he saw what was happening. <laughs> he's like, I'd still take Luca. John Morant's having a great season. That was really funny. I was like, you know, that argument of Luca or Jaw is going to be serious for a long time. Yeah. Even now, like with the all-star voting with Jaw got in and Luca didn't mm-hmm. as a, as a starter starter. Yeah. Still an argument there. Like which one deserved yeah, but it? They weren't the, the the draft. They can't shoot. They weren't in the same draft. Yeah, but it was like the same era, you know. Well, yeah, I guess that's it for me. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, I got to get. Like I said, got to go out and do some stuff on Saturday. I got to have a good like you know Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. It was nice. It's been that's a, cool. Been a while. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah, in a restaurant business mm-hmm. to have a weekend day for anything. Just, yeah. What have you been doing this week, Jeff? Me? Yeah. Well, like you, I did some working. I was on TikTok last week. And this girl, she was doing a live TikTok. And she kept talking about, hey, put some money in my cash app. Here's a link to my Venmo, this and that. And I was just like, I was like, oh, this is what it is. This is anti-work. Yeah. This is what people are doing instead of working. And so I texted, uh, commented in the live feed. I was like, uh is this what that is? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she goes, define a job. She said, what do you mean a job? She's like, this is work. 
I'm working. And I was like, uh, a job is like a fireman. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like that. <laughs> She's like, I just, I, I think people need to change their minds on what a job is, what you do for money. And she said she was like creating a vibe space or something. Mm. She's, I guess she's healing people. Sure. I don't know. It's oh. really weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't was arguing. I was just, yeah. I was just asking like, is this what it is? She probably got defensive. Um, yeah. Because she realizes defensive. she's full of shit. Oh, she got real defensive real fast. Yeah. She, well, she's probably like, and, shut up dad. And it, well, she didn't know who I was. And, and then also she was really condescending about it. It was a really a strange interaction. I didn't really stick around too much longer after that. And then you asked her to say, listen, listen to House of Hoops. Yeah, and then I said, can you say, listen to House of Hoops? <laughs> uh, it's a fun game I'm playing on TikTok. Find us. Check out my videos. <laughs> if you think about it, um, this is kind of a healing space too. A vibe channel yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever she called it. This is with the podcast. This is what we're doing. We're healing exactly. People. Yeah, and I, vibe. I wasn't even judging or anything. Yeah. I was just saying, I was just like, oh, just this asking. Is what that is this? This is what that is. Like, this is what's happening. I was just curious, but she got real fucking shitty with me, so I just went back at her a little bit. You know, it's like I don't know. I consider being like a fireman a job. Mm -hmm. That's a job. Yeah, in my opinion, I guess I'm old school. But you have to think like that can't last forever. Like people just sending you money. For yeah. being on screen, like on a TikTok, hmm. you wouldn't think. But I, what do I know, man? You know, I've been making pizzas for twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a steady check. I don't know. What'd you do to uh, celebrate the hundredth episode today, Jeff? Nothing. You know what I did all week, <laughs> and this isn't even an advertisement for anything. Uh -huh. That new Gran Turismo 7 came out. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a video game. It is. But it's not a video game. It's a real driving simulator. Let's see. Gran Turismo 6 was the last one that came out. And it was released December 6th in 2013. That was like uh, 10 years ago. Are you saying the first Gran Turismo came out in 2013? No, six, the last oh, okay, one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I say it was like 30 years ago when the first one came out. Yeah, the last one. Since though. Brian's been making pizza. 2013. So I thought it was even longer than that. I guess it's almost 10 years or nine years, I guess. But seven came out, and uh, it's unreal. I'm hooked. I can't stop playing it. I'm playing it in like six hour intervals. <laughs> It's uh, it sucks you in. You got to do all these challenges and stuff. So I've been playing the shit out of some video games. I didn't watch a whole lot of basketball because the time I would have spent watching basketball, I was uh, playing video games. <laughs> and I knew this was a hundredth episode, so it's going to be more about that than really basketball at all. Mm -hmm. I guess our hundredth episode. Uh, let's see. I drank way less this week. Good That's for good. You. Good for you. Yeah. Or maybe that's bad. I don't know. I think it's good. I just got in a habit of just going, like, just coming home and playing this Turismo. <laughs> it's 
Saturday night I stress drank, but nothing like last week. A hundred episodes though. I really can't uh I can't believe we made it this far, y'all. I want to congratulate both of you as well. And uh thank you for sticking it out. Yeah. Especially you, Bo. You've been here the whole time. True story. I didn't think uh I'm a little surprised. We made it this far. <laughs> I'm only surprised because of everything that's happened over the last couple years. Uh, I mean, if you think about it a lot, it's pretty shocking. Everything that's happened in the world and uh, in our lives, too. It's, uh, it's amazing. I did a lot of reflecting this week about... Uh, you know, why we started this, why we keep doing them. And I think it's important to stay the course for us more than anything, to do something for us, something that's, and that's kind of in that anti-work territory where it's like, this is something for not someone else. This is something that's for uh, the common person. It's just for us, like working towards something on your own. It's why we keep doing them and why we started. I, I won't forget ever when I really started pushing to start doing it was when Kobe died. I mean, it, it really kind of shook me a little bit, kind of woke me up. I don't know about you guys. Life is short, man. And if you want to do something, I think you should just do it. Like at some point you got to go for it. And that's all kind of ties into why we started doing a podcast. You can't ever let anybody get you off track from what you want to do. Our time alive is short. Sometimes it seems like a long time, but in the grand scheme of things, like it's not very, very long. The amount of time that you get alive. I struggle all the time with how to spend my time and what I'm doing with it. And I feel good at the end of the, when we get a podcast out, I feel good about it, doing something besides just grinding away, mm-hmm. you know, something extra, something different. I feel like it's beneficial, and hopefully other people enjoy it too. <laughs> it's something for everyone. That's just kind of what I thought over the week. You know, it was a little reflection period. It's two years. It's 100 episodes. It's a milestone. You should be proud of it, man. You achieved something. Yeah. Proud of it. I'm proud of all of us for sticking it out and continuing and uh and making it fun. That's definitely fun. Yeah. Let's do a hundred more. You guys gonna be here in two years? <laughs> if I'm here, I'll life, be here. Yeah, I'll life, be here. Life is short, you never know what's gonna happen. Stay the course for now. What else y'all want to talk about? Anything? What's going on? I watched something good last night. What? That I will continue to watch. Oh, shit. I know. And I'm, I'm assuming that you'll watch too, Jeff. Bo won't because he doesn't watch anything. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> He's a busy guy, that's all. <laughs> I watched the first episode of Winning Time. Uh, oh, yeah. That's something. 
that you could probably say, yeah, but I was not going to watch that. You're not going to watch that? No, I'll watch it. John C. Riley. You should watch it. It's hilarious. That's what I figured it looked. Well, it's that. Yeah, it's a fun time period. Not only that, but it's is it Adam McKay? Yeah, yeah. Like Will Ferrell's buddy. I let this. Actually, breathe. they're not. There. There's a story behind that. They're not buddies anymore. I don't know about all that. Yeah. There's a little. There's a schism. Uh, but the show's great. It starts out. It's about the uh, Doctor Bus buying the Lakers, mm-hmm. and uh, him drafting Irvin Magic Johnson. And uh, yeah, just uh, the first episode was just kind of the, it was mostly like you know expo- exposition and just setting everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty good. There's a lot of historical you know Lakers figures in it. Mm-hmm. Jerry West. I saw that clip. <laughs> you sent me a clip. It's like Jerry West is never happy or whatever. Yeah, they. I don't. You know, they, I'm, I'm I'm sure they they stretch things. You know, it's not a documentary. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they embe- they're embellishing things, you know. But they make Jerry West out to just to be like the biggest, <laughs> angriest asshole. I kind of get that. Yeah. Like they, they gloss over, you know, he went to the finals with the Lakers six times against the Celtics and never beat them. Mm-hmm. Now he did win a championship in New York mm-hmm. where they, the, the Lakers beat New York, that they beat the Knicks. But they kind of gloss that over. The story is just, you know. Jerry West is just mad all the time because he could never beat the Celtics. Jerry West had a hard life, man. He did. I don't think it's all just about basketball, why he's pissed off. But, yeah. He went on some rant um, over All-Star Weekend. He received some award. I forget what award it was. And uh, he went on and on about, like, mental health. I I think he's got some demons. He, he, like, I think he admitted to struggling with depression. Yeah. I think he, uh, he did he lose, lose his dad when he was young. His father was, like, physically abusive. Oh, okay, that's right. It's like that's really, right. really yeah. rough on him. Yeah. And uh, he lived his life in fear. Yeah, I think he, he grew up poor in West Virginia. That's not, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's not ideal. No. Nah. Yeah, but he, I, I have a hard time believing that he's just a, that the, at all times, he was just a screaming asshole. <laughs> yeah, not all the time, no way. But it's, I think it just has a lot to do with how he was raised. And yeah. Genetics, you know, like mm-hmm. stand his blood. <laughs> but it was really funny, and I'm excited, to, I'm excited for this season. If the first episode is any indication, it's going to be great. <laughs> I guess I got to figure out how to get these HBO shows again. I still haven't watched the Gemstone season finale. Oh, what? Oh, man. Dude, most of it's because I don't want it to end. I don't want it to be over. I know there's going to be another season, but like, what the fuck am I going to do for like a year? You watch Winning Time for <laughs> I don't, eight weeks. I don't want gemstones to be that's over. Two, that's two months. You get Winning Time for like two months. I've had plenty of time to watch it in the last two weeks. Just I mean, you could it. just go back and rewatch it, gemstones. I know, but mm-hmm. there's nothing like that first time. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, really not. I'm like mm-hmm. saving the season finale. I could have just watched it. The first time you see Uncle Baby Billy getting out of that bathtub. <laughs> You'll never get that back. Yeah. You will not. <laughs> this is true. That's cool, though. I appreciate the recommendation on winning time. I'll, I'll, I'm going to watch that. Come on. It's a show on HBO with John C. Riley about the Lakers dynasty. I'm going to watch that. 
Yeah, the Will Fer- the Will Ferrell thing really quick before we get off this topic is apparently um so they had Michael Shannon was originally cast to play Doctor Bus, and they got into filming I guess and he had, so this is like it's like very Adam McKay. There's a lot of like breaking the fourth wall. Mm. Um, you know, you get like the text on the screen explaining stuff. It's mm. like it's extreme. You know, I mean, he has a style, and it's you can you can tell 15 minutes in that oh yeah, Adam McKay did this. And I guess uh, if you're familiar with Michael Shannon, he's like one of those method actor. He's like in I, it. I th- what, he's not. Oh, <laughs> he thinks he's like Daniel Day Lewis. Well, so he ended up quitting the show <laughs> oh, because really? he, he apparently he just didn't want to do the breaking the fourth wall. It's like this isn't the kind of acting I like to do. Mm. Um, Who was he supposed to be? Uh, Doctor Bus. Oh wow! Uh, like the the main character <laughs> in the show. The leading Weird. role, other okay. than other than Magic Johnson. Weird. So he quits the show. Well, Will Ferrell had wanted to be cast in the role. Okay. And Adam McKay just cast John C. Riley. Hey, we need John C. Come on in. You know, hmm. Michael Shannon quit. Let's get you in here. And like, never said anything to Will Ferrell about it. And uh. so Will Ferrell got upset. And now apparently, they are no longer best friends over this oh wow yeah you think it's real or is that just like publicity for the show i mean it was it's, it wasn't talked about in any of like the the publicity for the show mm-hmm. weird because those guys are like old yeah really will ferrell really 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 he's an la man wanted yeah, yeah wanted that role he's like wanted it for a long time weird he's wanted to play him in something so oh, wow. john c riley's great i mean i think john c riley's great in the role Mm-hmm. I think you put Will Ferrell on there and you're just kind of seeing, you're seeing Will Ferrell, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. You're just laughing because it's Will Ferrell yeah. and everything he does is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He can just look at you and you'd start laughing. I'll check it out. What do you say we uh, get into some hoops? Anybody want to do that? Let's do it. Let's do it. Bo, you see anything in the news this week? That game Nikola Jokic had, I think, like I said before, I think he's the MVP. I don't know if that's news or not, but. What game? Let's see, what what day was that? (laughs) (laughs) Let me look at my notes here. What what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Here we go. That was, what night was that? Sunday night, March 6th, the last night. There was a game? 46 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. How many blocks? Three blocks? Three blocks. They're no, beat, wait, hold on. They're beating the Warriors right now. Four blocks, three steals. There it is. Four Sorry. Blocks. What a stat-loaded uh, box score. I think he's the only player to ever do that. Oh, like wow. That. He went 16 for 22, 3 5 from 3, 11 12 from the free throw line. 46 points, 11 assists, 12 rebounds, 4 blocks, 3 steals. Wow. I guess uh, Valanchunas couldn't contain him. Yeah, which is crazy because he's such a defensive force. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Steven Adams or Valanchunas? Hmm. Yeah, what a a huge triple-double line. I mean... He scored 30 of those points in fourth quarter and OT to win the game. Sheesh. 
did it all by himself. Mm-hmm. It helps when Aaron Gordon has a good game. 0 for 5 from 3, but he had 28 points. Aaron Gordon has, like, he has bad games. He's got to figure that shit out. Is he a basketball player or just an athlete? He needs Jamal Murray. He got to the line a lot. Porter, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, definitely. Aaron Gordon getting to the line 15 times for free throws, that's that's big, too, even though he only made about 66% of them. Getting to the line 15 times, that helps. Should be easy baskets. He made 10 of them, so that's 10 easy points right there for Aaron Gordon. Free throws. DeMarcus Cousins continues to be up and down, up and down. Nuggets, well, Nuggets, man, they get we talked about last week. They get those guys back, Murray and Porter Jr. Whoa, Nuggets are eight and two in the last ten. Rock and roll. So Jokic yeah. is the MVP, huh? That's that's what I, I mean. I, I think if you took them off that Denver team, they would. Like I said last week, I think they would not be good. No, no way. Let's see. Miami is number one seed in the East at 44. Let's see here. So Denver is sitting at 38 and 26. Mm -hmm. Denver would be the four seed in the East. Mm. And they're the six in the West. Denver's winning percentage is 594. Put them in fifth, probably. That's pretty, uh, pretty even. Seems like to me the East and the West. The East has powerhouses, and then they have their middle tier, same as the West. Yeah. So what else is in the news? Uh, Zion is or has returned to New Orleans is trending towards full contact practice. So maybe we'll see Zion. Yeah, he's been rehabbing his foot in Portland for, I guess, like two months, right? Yeah. Team sources reported Saturdays back in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But he's not going on this road trip they're going on, so he's 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 not like ready to play. You know who else is back? Victor Oladipo. Hmm. He played for Miami tonight. What'd he get? Miami won. They beat Houston. It's not always as easy as it sounds beating Houston. <laughs> How the fuck did the Grizzlies blow that game last night? It sounds easy, but apparently not so. The Grizzlies lost to Houston. Oladipo played 14 minutes and 40 seconds, 4-7 from the field, 2-3 from 3. Positive, positive. Four dimes. One turnover. So 11 points plus 3 for 14 minutes. That ain't bad. Yeah, it's promising. That gives them depth. Kyle Lowry played, Jimmy Butler played, Bam played. Uh-oh, watch out. Miami's getting their shit together, getting ready for the playoffs, sitting in first place, getting everybody healthy and back. Does everybody just think it's the Bucks coming out of the East? The Sixers are good. The Heat are good. Mm. <laughs> you, could, you could absolutely sell me on Miami coming out of the East. Yeah, oh, yeah veterans pat riley yeah all you have to do is say uh pat riley i'll always believe in pat riley 
Who plays him? And they showed they did so at the end of the first episode of Winning Time. They showed like a clip, uh-huh. you know, like a like a kind of preview. It's Adrian Brody. It's Adrian Brody, and he looks awesome. That's Pat fucking Riley. great. He's got like the seventies hair. He's <laughs> <laughs> got like the sharp, like perfect fitting suit. You know, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right, so guys are coming back from injury. I think. Uh, Wiseman for Golden State, he's about to come back too, and Draymond also. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting their guys back except for Phoenix. Chris Paul's gonna be out a few more weeks. It's like probably like five more weeks. Not bad for Chris Paul. He'll be resting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just have him right for the playoffs. That's what everybody wants. I got a little bit of a news story. Yeah. Listen up now. Check out this goddamn quote. From LeBron James. (laughs) And I'm only reading this because I'm still not counting the Lakers out. (laughs) Everybody wants to. I know they're bad. Mm -hmm. I'm not fucking Mm -hmm. dumb. They've had a terrible regular season. Mm -hmm. Just a fiasco Mm -hmm. of errors. Who would have predicted that? Horrible. I didn't. I thought they would be good. I think a lot of people did. Bo maybe said, you know. He hates LeBron James. I don't yeah. know. No, that's not true. I like what LeBron did you James. Say? What did you say I about like them? LeBron James. What did you say about them? I think I said something to the effect that Anthony Davis couldn't do it. Oh, LeBron James is getting a little bit older, and Westbrook sucks. I think yeah. his. I think the actual quote was, and he called in like <laughs> it was a post game show, and he was like, "I mean, how many basketballs are going to roll out there?" <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I just said can't have three number ones. (laughs) I would have rather had Buddy Heald and or Kuzma and Caruso. Hmm. More role players. You don't need no Westbrook doing Westbrook things when you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, Westbrook and LeBron are kind of like the same guy. LeBron's uh, slightly better, but a little bit. They kind of do the same things where they slash. They got that diamond in the rough this year. Malik Monk's been playing really well for him I, I, when I watch. You Sometimes. Know. He's up and down, too. But this is what LeBron said. And this is why I think when they make the playoffs, the only, the only way they're not going to make the playoffs is if somebody pushes them out, the Pelicans. If they don't make the playoffs, so be it, or the play-ins or anything. I think they'll make it. It doesn't matter. I think the Lakers are going to make the play-ins, and then they'll win those fucking play-in games. That's what they'll do. And once they're in the playoffs, I just have a really hard time counting out this LeBron dude if he's healthy. And AD will be back. Hopefully, he'll be playing good basketball. But this is why I don't ever count LeBron out. He said, until you stop me out, cut off my head, bury me 12 feet under. I don't know why he has to be 12 feet under. (laughs) Then I got a chance. That's what he said. Despite any lingering injuries, James has no plans to shut it down and is committed to seeing the Lakers season through. He's not quitting. They're not going to hang him up. They're not going to plan for next year. They're going to fight through this. Oh, good. He's not, they're not quitting. You got to bury him, not six feet under, 12. <laughs> 12. 
until you put them 12 feet under. I just don't believe that he'll quit. They've looked bad in the regular season, but the playoffs is just different atmosphere. It's different players come out in the playoffs. So that's my news. <laughs> Anybody else got news? <laughs> I don't have any news, but I did. Um, I've got a little something I want to talk about. What? Uh, I left work Friday night. And got home and uh, was kind of working on some paperwork and turned on the uh, Knicks Suns game. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are a mess, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is so bad. And I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the season, I thought they were going to be like I said they were going to be right back in the mix, mm-hmm. like a top seed in the East, mm-hmm. like only going to only going to be better. I would have agreed. Like I thought the Kemba acquisition was going to be good for them. Much like I thought the Westbrook ac- uh, acquisition was going to be good for the Lakers, but yeah, I'd pretty much turned it on just in time to watch uh, Julius Randle at the, I believe, the end of the third quarter get ejected. He's losing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I don't know if it's like a pressure thing. You hear a lot coming out of New York about how like Julius Randle's not the same guy this year as he was last year. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if the success got to his head. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. just, you know, I'm throwing shit at the wall. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I can't get inside the mind of an NBA player. He's doing that, that shit that you're talking about. He's doing yeah. it like every game. Yeah, it's insane. He's getting into it with somebody. Mm-hmm. I think he's frustrated. He's frustrated that they're not winning. I don't they know. They were winning. <laughs> I he, mean, at this point in the game, they were up. I think they were up 10 points, maybe. Okay. Well, I mean, just mean in the season. Yeah. Well, they were at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Beating Phoenix. Yeah. At this point in the game, he has 25 points, seven rebounds, four assists. He's playing well. Yeah. And he just, he gets upset at Cam Johnson and just, <laughs> huh. I mean, he let, he let another player take him out of the game. Yeah. That's not what superstars do. No. You don't let Cam Johnson. <laughs> Get in your head and get you out of the game. What's his deal? I don't know. Cam Johnson turned around and like went off for the rest of the game. I mean, he got Randall ejected and was like, all right, let's go. I wonder what it is. What's the propo? What's the problem in the, in New York? <laughs> Tibbs wears welcome out already. I mean, that's what you think of initially is coaching, right? When a player doesn't perform. Especially well, in, in just one season difference. Like you know, this. it could be. I I don't know enough about coaching and and what plays Tibbs runs and this that and the other. But maybe people figure figure Tibbs out after a year or so. Maybe the Taylor Jenkins and the Zach Kleimans of the world are have broken Tibbs's stuff. Mm. He's just not good mm. after a year. I don't. I don't know though. Mm. I think maybe Randall had a good year last year and then is not living up to that. Yeah. And I'd be I feel bad for the Knicks. They can't trade him now to Sacramento because they have Sabonis. You can't just like unload Randall's contract now to Sacramento. Who's going to take Randall now? Randall shoved a referee in that game, Brian. Yeah, he got into a Cam Johnson and as he was he was getting after Cam Johnson, he I don't I don't think he shoved the referee like intentionally like I'm going to shove this referee. But uh-huh. he just hit. I think he just saw red, you know, and the referee was there, and he got shoved. But I mean, you can't, you can't do that. 
It cost him $50,000. Yeah. yeah, they had the... I mean, I'm not saying the game was in hand. It was the third quarter. The Knicks were up. I think, but the Suns just came roaring back after that. I think they... The lack of having, like, a veteran point guard, mm-hmm. like, leadership on the court, I think that's been a problem. Sometimes R.J. Barrett's not the same player as he is the next night. He's mm-hmm. up and down. Yeah. Say that word one more fucking time. Uh, but there is concern about Julius Randle's psyche. I think it's uh, because the season's just not going as they expected. And why is it not going the way they expected? I think it he's frustrated with his teammates. I don't think it's coaching. I would be hesitant to blame Tibbs just because Tibbs has had so much success. Yeah. There was the whole thing where like the Knicks fans were booing and Randall took offense personally to that. I think our, like a lot of it I think is just the the main players in the team not carrying their weight and it's frustrating and it's it's really boiling over with Julius Randall, I think. I think that's what it is. He's just losing his fucking shit. Yeah, they went out and got Kemba, and he's not even playing anymore. Yeah, that what a fucking stupid fucking move. What a fucking Knicks move that was. <laughs> and they have new management there. It's just the the Kemba thing. It was it, it. Charlotte let him go. Why would anybody think that he's gonna save their fucking mm. like be their guy? And for a long time, it was Derrick Rose was like the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think if Derrick Rose is healthy all year, this Knicks team is better. R.J. Barrett's got to be the same guy every game for an entire game. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a some shit going on in that locker room. I don't know. But this team is... This they did get Cam Reddish, didn't they? Yeah. This Knicks team's in trouble. They were... Over-under, supposed to win 41 and a half games this season, same as the Grizzlies. They had 25 wins after Friday night. 26. They currently have, yes, they're 26 and 38. 26 minus 42, what is that, like 15 games 16. or so? So they got probably 20 games left. They have to win like 80% of their games to hit that for it's the rest happening. of the year. No. They're 2 and 8 in their last 10. Yeah. They got to win like all their games. They can only lose 4 games for the rest of the season to hit that. <laughs> <laughs> they got to win roughly 16 games and lose 4 to hit that over under. What did uh what did we all take? Knicks all over. Hmm. All of us. Bo, me, you, over. Mm. We thought they'd be better than five hundred. So yeah, there that there you go. There's raised expectations and failure to execute throughout the franchise. So there's gotta be frustration everywhere and you're seeing it with Julius Randle, I think, nearly every game. <laughs> he shoved the ref, calls him 50K. Mm-hmm. Inadvertently, sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Calm. Battling with fans. Battling with assistant coaches. Mm-mm. Trouble in New York. Mm-hmm. This is a great 
Tony Allen once said, if you cry, what's the baby going to do? <laughs> so we've been kind of talking about the league as a whole here already. The season's winding down. Most teams have played about 64 games. So there's like 18 or less games left, 20-ish, whatever. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to be perfect. Not every team's played the same amount of fucking games. But there's that's about 25% of games left. Mm -hmm. That's a quarter of the season to play. Should we look at the standings? Let's do it. Pull them up. Got them. <laughs> what are the play-ins looking like? Because that's kind of... An interesting thing now is the play-ins. Let's start there. Bo, it's 7 through 10. Thanks for the reminding me. The West? I would have been confused, but luckily NBA.com has, like, after <laughs> after the 6th spot, they have, like, a dotted line. Oh. And then after the 10th spot, they have a solid line. Oh. So I, just, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. 7, 8, 9, and 10 are in the play-ins. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the West. Play-ins. Wolves, 7. Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans, 10. Blazers have a chance, but the Pelicans would have to lose a lot of games, and right now I just don't think that's going to happen. So it's probably Pelicans through Wolves in these play-ins, right? Who's coming out of yep. that? Who are the two best teams, 7 and 8? Wolves have been looking pretty good lately, but they sure have. Clippers, both the Wolves and the Clippers are seven and three in their last ten. Wolves are eight and two in the last ten. Oh. Now, let me hang on. Let me refresh. They win tonight. They whooped the shit out of the Blazers. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I did see Clippers related. Um, I forget which Morris. Twin plays for the Clippers. Is it Marcus? Marcus. Okay. C for Clipper. So there was a. That's that's good. I like that. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> um. So there was a video of him like in the gym, like just like putting up shots and go through some drills, and in the background, <laughs> there's Kawhi on another hoop, uh -huh. putting up shots. Yeah. And they took the video down. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Why did they take it down? Because what if the Clippers just like <laughs> just one day it's reported like oh, uh -huh. Kawhi's playing tonight. <laughs> yeah, I think it's what very if, possible. Yeah, what if they're just keeping it quiet and he, and like him and Paul George can return? Yeah, that changes that changes some shit. They're just waiting. Yeah, like this has always been about the playoffs, and it's Kawhi. You don't hear any news about Kawhi. Yeah. You just assume he's like, yeah, he's like in the he's like in the closet, like plugged into the wall, you know, what recharging. Was what was his time frame? So if you just Google search uh, Kawhi Leonard mm -hmm. and click on news, literally nothing about his injury. Kawhi Leonard says something when he has something to say. Hmm. They'll be back. July. Inside Kawhi Leonard's L.A. lifestyle, <laughs> including amazing $17.3 million mansion. 
God, it's. I think it's just. What are we talking about? There's an injury <laughs> update from Sports Illustrated. Injury uh-huh. update from two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Kawhi Leonard says he feels a lot better. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. And then the fourth hit is injury update on Paul George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if they're just compl- like totally keeping it quiet and going? All right. Well, it the the time frame lines up. ACL is what like it's not a whole year mm-hmm. typically, right? It's like nine months or so, and he had surgery in July of 2021. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's been nine months. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe a little short of nine months. Yeah. So to be ready in April, yeah. I think that's why it's all just kind of up in the air because the timeline is so tight. If Kawhi don't want to play, Kawhi ain't going to play. Yeah. And if they're not a contender, what what are we fucking doing here? I don't think he'll play. You don't think that if he's able to play and they're in a playing spot? Nah. I don't think he would. He's too careful. He's not going to push it. That's pushing it, I think. I think that's too quick. Yeah. I think he... Once more, he would one more time. Dude, that's confidence thing, man. Confidence in your knee, confidence in your head that you can go out there and do whatever you need to do while you're playing. I don't think he'll play. Based on how he's reacted with injuries in the past. Uh-huh. I don't Fair think enough. he'll play. But he could. Yeah. He might be fine right now. Hmm. I mean, he played on this fucking knee. In the playoffs last year. Uh-huh. Was it like a partial tear or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Shit. Only Kawhi knows, probably. <laughs> hmm. Sounds like. Nobody else knows. We can just speculate. Well, I say if Kawhi's back, then that would make them the favorite to come out of the plan. Mm-hmm. And I think if Davis is healthy and LeBron is healthy, the Lakers have a, certainly have a chance to come out of the plan. The Timberwolves have been really good. Are they a playoff team? How how much of that Pat Beverly shit is gonna win you playoff a playoff series? Well, maybe Towns is actually gonna continue to play like this, and that that could win you the to get into the out of the plan. Yeah, well, the Lakers might be outside looking in if Paul George and Kawhi are playing. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to take the Pelicans, but I think it would be great if the Pelicans and the Timberwolves made it. <laughs> but I think it's probably going to be, uh, I think it's going to be the Lakers and the Clippers. Wolves out, Pelicans out. But we'll see. I'm not basing that off of anything really other than just gut experience and gut feel. Who's more likely to come back this season, Kawhi or Zion? <laughs> huh. <laughs> hmm. You can't say neither. Hmm. What if they don't? What if neither one does? Yeah, but who would be more likely? Zion. He's younger. I would say Zion. He didn't have a ACL tear. Like a broken foot. I guess Zion. He just dropped some new shoes, too, so... He probably needs to, like, be playing in them on the court. 
<laughs> so people buy them. Yeah, he cares about that. <laughs> what do you think, Bo? Who's who's seven and eight? I say it'll be fun. It, dep- it depends on how it shakes out because someone's got to eliminate somebody. Mm-hmm. But out of those four teams, mm-hmm. who are the best two? Mm-hmm. I would probably or who I think the most likely are. I think LeBron James. I'll say the Lakers and the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are more complete as who they're going to be. And I'm not ready to say LeBron James can't win the plan. Yeah. I like your logic. I don't think that what was it when LeBron James was in Cleveland and almost won game game one against the Warriors and J.R. Smith had that bonehead play at the end. I don't think it's going to come down to J.R. Smith whether or not the, the game is going to be won. Mm-hmm. LeBron's going to handle it. They're not playing the Warriors. Yeah. I like your logic. It's good. Brian, who do you think? As it stands right now, I agree with Bo. I would take Timberwolves and Lakers. Mm-hmm. I do think the Timberwolves are, are a complete team. Mm-hmm. They are what they are. I think LeBron can win. He can win a playing game. <laughs> Yeah. On his own. See, I think the Timberwolves do. I think the Timberwolves are going to blow it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not count that out. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, obviously, go one of two ways, but I think they're going to blow it. I'm just not sold on the Pelicans in the playoffs. No, no, no. I, the Clippers, know, Clippers, I'm, and Lakers. I'm, I'm more sold on the Timberwolves. I got Clippers I and Lakers. Pelicans are out. It's not happening. I don't think. No. I don't know. Zion comes back and he's dropping fucking 25. That's a big boost to yeah, their roster. They, but they... <sighs> big boost. I mean, this is... But then Valanchunas is going to be mad because he's not getting the ball yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> is... Valanchunas is a team player. There's really not a good... Uh, who's the best defensive team in those four? Is it the Clippers? I mean, the Pelicans ain't guarding nobody. You said Valanchunas is a team player? Yeah, man. Okay. He's not going to throw a tantrum if he's not getting yeah. his stuff. Well, that's all different when he he's was in Memphis. Team player, the whole team scores on him. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him get frustrated in Memphis. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't at many of those games with him, so you saw more than I did. He, he, if he felt like he should have had the ball and he wasn't getting it, man, he had body language. Yeah. If he okay. felt like he's the play, if he felt like. The Grizzlies blew an opportunity because he didn't get the ball. Mm-hmm. You were on Valanchunas time. Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta like Ben Wallace him, you know. Yeah, and like he's got it. You gotta like let him score the first bucket of the game. <laughs> he needs the ball early and often, or else he won't play defense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. East. Right? Let's go to the east, and we're only going to do play-ins because we're starting to run out of time. Bo's going to have to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's our 100th episode. He's got, Bo's got to go uh, teach a elementary school class tomorrow. <laughs> Possibly. <Seriously. laughs> Volunteer. Scab. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are going to school. <laughs> if I have to teach them or not. Philosophically... Bo, I'm sure you agree that uh, they should get the funding, but 
Yeah, no, I get it. You you want them kids in school. I want them in school. So in the East, um, 7 through 10, in descending order, 7 is uh, Toronto, 8 is Charlotte, 9 is Brooklyn, Ooh. 10 is Atlanta. Ooh. Do the Wizards have a chance to get in? They're a game and a half. Yes, I think they do. Really? Porzingis played his first game. He balling. I do think. He's playing now. He played one game, yeah. Uh-oh. I think they can overtake Atlanta. Ooh. Although yeah. Atlanta did just get Collins back, so. Yeah, Porzingis, uh. Porzingis put up 25 points in 21 minutes. Oh. That is what we um, on the pod call going off. <laughs> he went off. He gone off. They got G-O-N-E-A-W-F. They got a lot of players, and they got rid of Dinwiddie, who was causing problems. He ain't, we ain't causing no problems in this pit game we're watching right now, bro. No. <laughs> he causing he causing the kinks some problems. <laughs> he's causing he's causing wins. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the pit game in a minute. Real soon. Yeah, I like that. I like where you're coming from with the Porzingis thing. Atlanta hasn't been great. They're kind of like the Knicks where it's just been underwhelming. Atlanta over under. Let's look at it. Forty six and a half. Ooh, not a chance. Fifth, they're fifteen games away from that. What if we'd gotten Trey Young instead of Ja in <laughs> the draft that wasn't the same year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure like that Trey Young. <laughs> I, I just know. wish we would have gotten Bagley and. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck wanted that guy? Hey, it, it will be a debate who's the better player, Ja or Luca. That's going to be a thing mm-hmm. for a long fucking time. Like, which point guard? Who do you want leading your team? Anyway, you're getting off topic. Bo, you took the under on the Hawks. Brian, under. I took the over. I got sold on those playoff games. The Knicks and the Hawks. It's like these team, These are the next teams. Yeah. They're coming up. Yeah. They both just. Well, the Hawks didn't do as bad as the Knicks. They're almost 500, but they just they didn't take the next step. I was more convinced on New York than I was Atlanta because I just think Trey Young is fool's gold. Yeah, he's like a wannabe Steph. He's fool's gold Steph. If Steph was gold, right, what would Trey be? He'd be uh, uh, fool's gold. <laughs> so where were we? Okay, Bo, do the Wizards have a shot, do you think? I wouldn't count them out. Okay, good. Uh, the Knicks are out. Too far down. That's too bad, but yeah. They got their pick this year, though. I don't think they have enough time to win the games they need. I wish. They should, they should pull the plug. We had they should. more time. Because they have their pick, right? So, yeah, mm-hmm. pulling the plug and just diving. Just nose diving. Uh, Wizards, you've talked me into the Wizards. I don't like them, but with Porzingis, I don't know. Hawks, are they going to let it I think go? I'd rather bet on the Hawks. Porzingis is not necessarily going to stay healthy. I really like that John Collins. Hawks got a but good team. If I had to pick, yeah, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm, you have to. That's gonna, I'm going to go with the same logic I had before. The Raptors. 
and Nick Nurse. I feel as long as Van Fleet comes back and starts playing again, I think they're going to be a tough out in a, in a playing situation. And I think if Kevin Durant's playing basketball, you ain't beating him if you're one of those four teams. Okay, so you're saying Raptors and Nets in. Mm-hmm. And then Hawks making the play-ins and Hornets making the play-ins. Raptors, Nets make the seven and eight spots. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on the Nets. I think Hornets, Raptors is going to be a battle for the eight spot. That's tough. I don't know who to pick. Brian, who who do you like, Hornets or Raptors? <sighs> or is it? The Wizards. <laughs> Who are your two teams? Well, the Nets are one of them. Okay. Because of Kevin Durant. Yeah. Raptors, Hornets, Wizards. I want to see Hawks, but I just said that I thought the Wizards could overtake the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John Collins is back. I'm going Hawks and Nets. Oh. Okay. Okay. Cool. With Collins well, back, nice. that change that changes everything for the Hawks, I feel like. They're due for some wins. Yeah. Hawks. If they were supposed to win 46 and they're at 31, that means they're due for wins. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think it's Nets and Raptors or Hornets. If I had to pick one, I'd say Raptors. How does does that play in tournament go? Is it seven plays 10 and eight plays nine? I think uh, seven and eight play. Check me if I'm wrong, but I think seven and eight play, and then the loser plays the winner of nine and ten. So seven gets their spot right away, and then the loser of seven eight plays the winner of nine and ten. That's correct, Jeff. Thank you. Good job, Jeff. Once in a while, I'm right. (laughs) Well, then, in that case, I'm taking Toronto and Brooklyn. To be in those two spots, mm-hmm. if it's the, how it stands right mm-hmm. now, I would take Toronto to beat Charlotte, mm-hmm. Brooklyn to beat Atlanta, that or the Wizards. Yeah, that's going to be my favorite play-in to watch if it stays like this. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Raptors Hornets. That's like the one to me to watch. I mean, there's something that's. I mean, we're we're look, trying to look into the future. Mm-hmm. I guess there's something that's totally out of our hands, and that's whether or not Kyrie's going to be able to play at home or not. Right, and that could be happening. Yeah, I mean, you can't the, play in Toronto. That is true. That's tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who else can't play in Toronto? Oh, it's not that it's, he can't. It's that he doesn't have to. That's James Harden. <laughs> not yet. He will not have to. Not yet. Not yet. Unless they meet in the not in the play-in conference finals. <laughs> yeah. All right. I had some more stuff on all this. I'm going to save it for next week. So we're getting along. We're going to listen to a voicemail right quick. Let's talk about Javon Carter. That man is coming to the number one team, the Milwaukee Bucks. And then who are we going to go back onto the Brooklyn Nets? Goran Dragic. That dang got Slovenian fool. He ain't played since November. He looks terrible. And then we still got Kyrie Irving throwing up air balls. In the fucking middle of the game. And uh, I, I just want to say, Patty Mills is the man. And uh, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets 
forget about them. They're ranked terrible. And uh, I want to say also one more um, thing about the Nashville Predators. Why they're playing outside in the freaking winter and the snow and it's cold as hell. I don't want to see them in the uh, Tennessee Titans Stadium. Put their asses back inside. It's too cold. You're crazy, man. And uh, I see LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin, and I'm about to fucking laugh my ass off. Detroit Pistons suck. Why the hell you got Blake Griffin on the damn Brooklyn Nets? He sucks. And uh, I, I just don't like Brooklyn. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he clarified at the end. Uh, first of all, thank you, anonymous caller, for the voicemail. He just got right into it, didn't he? He did. He did not leave his name, so we do not know who that is. <laughs> if we could get a voicemail like that, <laughs> not even every week, just like every other month. <laughs> um, that was a lot. Yeah. I'm trying. Where to, do you even start? I'm trying to figure out what he was saying. It was a lot of net slander, I think. That's what I gathered. And then he drug that anti-elitism into Nashville. <laughs> organically, naturally. It goes. <laughs> yeah, why the hell? All right. The hockey thing? Not even going to address it. <laughs> <laughs> I so then he was talking about Javon Carter. That's the way he opened with, yeah. And they went to the the Bucks. Yeah, it was really uh, scattered across mm -hmm. the board. It's hard to keep up with what he wanted to, what he was trying. What, what was his point, Poe? I think his point was to leave a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said a bunch of names. He goes, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we appreciate the voicemail. I'm not sure how to respond to it. He definitely let out some frustration about the Nets. Maybe he's in the Brooklyn area. I'm not sure. Could be in the Northeast. Maybe he's a uh, Knicks fan. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe he's, he's a net slander fan. He's a Knicks fan, and he's so pissed off about how the Knicks are doing, and he's just trashing the Nets for no reason. And he can't be a Celtics fan because the Celtics are rolling right now. Yeah, he didn't say anything about Celtics. What other teams are up there he could be a fan of? It sounds like he's from that area, but I don't know. Then he brought in that, like, Nashville hockey shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, Blake Griffin is trash. Patty Mills has been really good, though. Patty Mills has been solid. And Drogic? I don't know what's going on with him. Has he's Drogic 35. played? He's, he's played a yeah, he's played, let's see, I just had it up, I closed oh, it. Look at this. He's played five games for Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Uh, the last game the Nets played was against Boston. For the Nets, Seth Curry played 30 minutes, eight points. Drogic, 22 minutes, seven points. Patty Mills, his minutes are down with Drogic there. 14 minutes, three points. Non-factor, really. But Kyrie played, too. So... The Nets went and got Drogic because Kyrie's only available half time, right? 
I'm assuming gotcha. that was their motivation. Yeah. So when Kyrie's not there, they have Dragic and Patty Mills. I mean, which yeah, that was their motivation for Patty Mills, too, I thought. So. Sounds pretty solid. Sounds like they made some good moves there. I think they got Patty Mills before they knew Kyrie was going to miss half the games. Hmm. So that was in the summer. All right. Keep those voicemails coming. That was a good one. Let's move on. Let's get to the pick game. Let's wind it up and wind it down. Pick game of the week. Pick game. Saturday night, Sacramento Kings at the Dallas Mavericks. That was the game that we picked. Turned out to be a good one. It was a good game, right? Yeah. Got close at the end. Mm-hmm. It was uh, really fun to see that new Kings team. I was looking forward to it. And we hadn't done a Sacramento pick game the whole season, I don't think. So they made some trades. They revamped their roster a little bit. New head coach. It's interesting. The Kings are interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. You can take all those things that you just said about the Kings and apply them to the Mavericks. A little bit. We've done a Mavericks pick game. so Well, not that big. Not that part. but. <laughs> well, I mean, not that far. Um, yeah, no Luca though. What was that? Bo, did you get the scoop on Luca? No. Why Bo, was he out for that game? Bo, did you watch the pick game? I did. You did. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I know Brian watched it. He told me. I believe him for some reason. Luca has says. Injury slash illness. What was the deal? Fucking horseshit is what it was. I believe that he just didn't want to play. I think he was just mm. tired. I think it was a rest. He had too many hamburgers. I think they did some kind of benefit in town uh, in Dallas. And uh, I think Luca was uh, not in game shape. Yeah. Looks like the official... Reason is uh, a toe injury. Bullshit. Left toe sprain. He sprained his toe. His left toe. <laughs> On what? Just his left toe. I don't know if you know this about Luca. Each foot only got one toe. <laughs> I got some enjoyment out of watching this game. Yeah. Uh, without Luca. For the Mavericks, um, because it was fun watching the Mavericks run. Like they played with a really quick pace. Then when he fell, I was going. He good. From what I've seen from Dallas, they're not a big like score and transition team. Mm-hmm. You know, like they get up the court, Luca sets up. They were running and gunning. That's something I just noticed watching. I was like, I don't usually you don't see the Mavericks do that a lot. It's because Luke is not out there. Mm-hmm. They can just sprint, mm-hmm. you know. They kind of changed their game plan. Where Luke is such a great playmaker, he can really do a lot of damage in the half court. Mm-hmm. But without him, 
Maybe they just, uh, hey, let's go out there and run. Yeah. This game was on a Saturday. I think there was like a, an event that the Mavericks held on Friday night. Hmm. I think that's what it was with Luca. This is resting. So it was a more up and down pace than you're used to. Yes. I mean, anybody else notice that? Am that's I the only more one that f- that's fun. It? I don't know if I picked up on that. I think uh, the reason, maybe the reason I didn't notice that is because um, I was just so much more King-centric. I was like really watching what the Kings were doing on defense and what they were doing Mm -hmm. when Dallas had the ball. I just wasn't really focusing on Dallas as much, but that's just me. It took me a few minutes to even realize that Luca wasn't out there. <laughs> I was like, man, they're playing fast. And I was like, oh. Yeah, Luca's not walking the ball up. Yeah. Cause I did I did zero research on the game. I just I just watched it. Yeah. You know? Perfect. That's what I would do. Yeah. Most most of the time. <laughs> I just went in blind. Yeah. Like I was watching it live, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Immediately at tip off. A stat popped up on the screen. Nice. In this series, the road team has won 12 of the last 17 games. That's interesting. Why is it the past 17 games? Why isn't it the past 20? So what is it for the past 20? I I don't know. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I'm assuming those three games... The home team won. <laughs> yeah. I'm just assuming, you know, why 17 games? It's one of those weird stat things where I feel like they just pick It's what makes a stat look 20, more interesting. What does that date back to? When computers were invented? <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Anyway. Is that when... Dirk stopped playing for the Mavs <laughs> is when they started counting this fucking back and forth. This is a weird. All right. Interesting stat. Good stat. The road team wins. Okay. I think it. what that says is it doesn't matter where they play. These teams are competitive with each other. Maybe. Over the last 10 rosters of each team. Well, like, yeah, I think the Kings have been really good like the past a couple of years, right? Mm, no. Not if you asked Luke Walton. It did kind of, if you know how the game Which turned broadcast? out, it is, if, if you know how the game turned out, it's kind of set up. It's like Chekhov's home team. Right. You know? Which broadcast did you watch? I watched the Mavs broadcast. Okay. That so was some home cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think I was paying more attention to the Kings, partially because it was our first Kings pick game, but also because... uh I just like their roster more than I like Dallas. Dallas minus Luca. Yeah. Like team being the key word. Yeah. Team. Like I like Luca. Mm-hmm. Just nobody else in that roster. Brunson, cool. Like, yeah, he's a little bulldog out there. A little little fighter. But uh as far as the team goes. I think I'm going with uh, Sacramento here. Bo, which broadcast did you watch? Dallas. Did you wear your fucking cowboy hat while you watched the game? 
No, I did listen to the song Dallas by the Silver Jews after the game. <laughs> I noticed in the game, the Sacramento broadcasters kept calling Sabonis a man. And they would be like, uh, his his moves were man-sized moves. And uh, his plays were man-sized plays. Over and over. And I think think i know why they were doing that because they just got away from like marvin bagley <laughs> and yeah. all of these fake big men yeah i was gonna say maybe it's because he's a little undersized for his position maybe i don't know no i think they're just really happy to fucking have him <laughs> they're like this is how you this is how yeah. a man plays right i think uh I think they really, really are happy to have a legit like star big man player in Sacramento, finally, after all the trial and error. Mm-hmm. And they were sick of watching bullshit in the paint. Sabonis is like a breath of fresh air. Like It's like when Memphis got Zebo. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yes. Legitimacy. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like that. We're relevant now. <laughs> yeah. They really like him in Sacramento. Should. <laughs> He's good. Of course, the Kings waited till Luke Walton was gone <laughs> to finally get some real talent. Luke Walton could coach that Sabonis guy. Of course he could. <laughs> <laughs> Crack. Just the hams. You know, uh, Sacramento pretty much dominated the first half, huh? It's pretty serious. Yeah. Darren Fox was, he was doing things in that first half. Ooh. He had 23 points in the first half. It's like uh, the trade that Sacramento made for Sabonis. It's like it uh, like woke up or rejuvenated De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. Obviously, those broadcasters can't say that on television because then it's like, Oh, well, what the fuck was Fox doing before? Yeah, yeah, that that infers that he was like sandbagging, not trying. Well, not sandbagging, but I think they made that trade saying that this would these two would be a fit together. The broadcaster said that Sabonis takes pressure off of Fox, so he can do more because <laughs> all the pressure is not on Fox. Right. Now he can do more defensively because he doesn't have to expend as much energy offensively mm-hmm. i guess that makes sense but i really think they just didn't want to say that like fox has been shitting the bed yeah more or less i mean not playing terrible but just not like the next gear mm-hmm. like it like it takes when you put it all out there every game i mean they do they keep they keep drafting guards <laughs> you right. know so <laughs> right like you're looking down the line and there's Four guys behind you, yeah. just chomping at the bit, yeah, to get in the game. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Why are there four guys that want my job?" <laughs> I felt like the game got really physical. Brian, you said it was a fast game. I thought it was a physical game. It was fast. I thought Darren Fox running up and down the basketball court. I mean, he's clearly still like the fastest player in the NBA. He's so fast. He's insanely fast. And rejuvenated, I think. He seems recommitted to winning, it seems. He had a 
big, big game. 40 yes, minutes, 44 points. That's a game changer. Where were those 44 minutes when Walton was a coach? Maybe he didn't like Walton. Or maybe he didn't like his teammates. And now that's kind of changed. They revamped that roster. It's a fun roster, man. It sucks looking at their record that they were going into the game 24 and 42. Mm-hmm. It sucks for the Kings. Their record sucks. Yeah, and after watching the game, I got to thinking about the Kings, and I was thinking maybe next season the Kings can have a better start to their season, mm-hmm. and they'll be a more competitive team. And if it doesn't happen next year, I think it will happen the next year. Like in, within the next two years, I think the Kings will be good. They have to stay smart in the front office and keep adding vet pieces, though, I think. And they might win the lottery. and Yeah. They still have a lottery pick, but what the fuck are they going to do with it? Draft a guard. <laughs> it's all big men at the top. Chet Holgren and Sabonis, the old Miles Turner conundrum again. They've got to be smart. How old is Harrison Barnes? 45, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm he's, wondering he's if he's... Long, he's a, can't be long-term for them. I'm wondering if he's like a trade piece and they just try to replace him with something young right now they got his replacement he's already on the roster so who has who has played (laughs) all right jeff i got a trivia question for you and brian who are the top three or who's the top minutes played in harrison barnes draft class you're not gonna guess it doesn't matter he's 29 years old harrison barnes answer that question you so can't look the, up the draft class. Can I look up the draft class? No. I guess you can we, look it up. It I'm matter. not going to look up minutes played. I'm just going to. I'm looking up on Wikipedia. 2012. Okay, it's not Anthony Davis. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> not Bradley Beal. Are we talking about top five? Bradley Beal's number three in minutes played. Really? In that draft class. Um, if I had to just guess off top, I would say Damian Lillard. Yep, and you know who number two is in out of that draft class? Um, Barnes. Yours truly, Harrison Barnes. Oh. He's ahead of Drummond, Davis, Middleton, Draymond. Oh, J- wait, you you Jake Crowder looking at the minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I looked up I looked it up on Wikipedia because <laughs> I wanted to guess. <laughs> you guys are like in the fantasy draft. And you've got you know like, how many you've got like basketball monster toggled off in the background. I don't know what you're talking about. So do you know who played <laughs> the least amount of minutes in this whole draft class? I do not. Royce White. Oh. Royce White? Nine minutes. I would have guessed Royce White. I guess Royce White. You know that he's uh he's running for office. Yeah, he's on the up in your parts. On the crazy oh. side of things. Go figure. Not that there's anything wrong with having anxiety and not wanting to file plans. I'm not saying Royce Wright is crazy, but he's siding with some stuff that's crazy politically. 2012. What's the draft? Okay. 2012 was the year the Grizzlies took Tony Roten. That was a good draft pick, wasn't it? <laughs> what did we miss on? What went right behind Tony Roten? Uh, according to Wikipedia, we missed out on a lot. Not really. 
Jay Crowder, Draymond Green, Chris Middleton. They had Jay Crowder though, but yes, it's it's basically Draymond and Chris Middleton. Will Barton. Will Will the tr- Thrill, don't who forget. was under their nose. Don't forget about Thrill. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, I think I was like upset that they took Roten. Mm-hmm. Barton was still on the board. Chris Wallace. He didn't even play for Kansas. Didn't make any sense. I thought he was a Kansas guy. Yeah. And he got like thrown off the team. Oregon. Uh Oregon or he was Pac twelve. Washington. I'm thinking of Josh Selby. There you go. Is that who I'm thinking about? Pro- you're thinking of Selby yeah, or Xavier Henry. <laughs> it was Selby. Anyway. Uh where were we? We were talking we're about just, we're just wrapping up. We were just wrapping up the pick game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we can. I'm just <laughs> I know it's getting late here. Oh, I, it's episode one hundred. You ain't getting out that easy. It's a hundred <laughs> episodes, man. You got twenty minutes left in you, man. It's a hundred episodes. He's, what does a hundred episodes mean to you guys? We've been over that. We're happy. We like it. It's fun. Bo's just got to He can't stay up too late drinking In case he's got to drive the school bus in the morning That's right Kids are going to school I'm going <laughs> to pick you all up Drop you off We're going to find a school <laughs> We're going to break that, into the school That school bus doesn't have a breathalyzer attached to it <laughs> When I was in uh, junior high school I got kicked off the bus Permanently because oh, uh, wow. yeah forever i was a little shit dude uh, they already made me sit right behind the school bus driver mm-hmm. you know that's trouble that's where you have to ride when you can't stay out of trouble mm-hmm. right behind the bus driver so my buddy i don't know why he had it but he had that fart spray a oh. little spray fart in a bottle i mean you know why he had it <laughs> i don't know why he had it <laughs> he had it to cause trouble jeff come on man I sprayed that shit all over the fucking bus driver. (laughs) Oh, man. And she flipped the fuck out. How did she know it was you? Because you were sitting right behind her? (laughs) I'll never forget her. She didn't shave her legs, like, past her knees. So, like, her calves would be shaved, but you could see, like, all this hair up on her thighs. I'll never forget her. Not that that's a bad thing. Was that for her OnlyFans mm. page, or just like that's just how she did it? I just remember it was weird. I think it was just lazy. I think it's weird that it's not one way or the other. <laughs> like either do it or don't. Yeah, you know. I think she was just doing like the bottom half to like it, like for the just for today. But sometimes yeah. her thighs would show, and you could see these big long hairs. It was kind of weird to me, but yeah, I sprayed it, and then. Uh, I got called into the school office. She like flipped out on the bus. She's like, what is that? Oh my God. Just losing it. And then uh, I had to answer to it. I guess the bus driver complained. She's like, I have, I had multiple other bus routes. I had to drive that day. (laughs) (laughs) She's like emotionally traumatized Mm. or something. Yeah. I wouldn't want to smell like that either. It was awful. What a fucking terrible thing to do to somebody. We didn't care. We just fucking kids. But really mean in hindsight. 
but yeah, I had, uh, my dad was really mad. I couldn't ride the bus anymore. <laughs> Imagine yeah, that would piss me off too. Yeah, Bo, I'm thinking like, how mad would you be? <laughs> we only live a mile from school. It would be fine. From now on, we're walking. <laughs> ten, ten below, we're walking. <laughs> no more bus. That was for sure. All right. So back to the game. First two quarters yeah. of this game. Please. Uh, De'Aaron Fox had double digits in both in scoring in both the first and second quarter. What does that mean to you? Um, well, well, I was going to wait till the second half to say that he had double digits in both the third and fourth quarters as well. It means he was taking a lot of shots. He was really pushing the tempo, trying to yeah. keep up with those fast Mavs, I guess, huh? Yeah. Trying to keep up with Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's a free agent next year. Somebody's going to pay a lot of money for him. Mm -hmm. You think he'll be as good on a, after he gets his money? Mm. I, th I think he's... Is he a real... He, he, want, he wants to be that good. I don't Is think he's going to... No, he's good, man. Is it like Bertans? Is this a trap? No, I mean, I don't think he's a... I think he's a good, good rotation player. Oh, they're saying starter. Well, I mean, yeah. They're saying he's going to start. Somebody's going to pay him to start. That's big money. Who's going to pay him? Lakers? Seattle or Las Vegas? I don't know. Dallas? <laughs> no. I don't know. Dallas, if they're smart. Lakers? Cowboys? Yankees? I don't know. Unrestricted free agent, dude. He's going to take the bag. <laughs> Good for him. Hell of a season to have when you're a unrestricted free agent at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if he can keep it up. He's an NCAA champion. That's right, because he was playing against uh, DiVincenzo in the game. Mm. DiVincenzo was making fun of him for snapping his head back. A couple of those plays. It's foul hunting. Faking. He was acting. Anyway, Bo. Sacramento won to lose this game. Dallas came roaring back. Yeah, so it was like two halves, right? Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox set the tone, and Dinwiddie said, I'm going to match that. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty cool to see Dinwiddie have a big game. Yeah, I agree. I like and he Dinwiddie. Was, he was attacking, and he, he took 13 free throws and made 12 of them. When it comes to next man up, and I assume he's just kind of filling the Luka spot, Mm -hmm. he's a good guy to have in there and I think that's why the Mavs I think the reason why the Mavs pushed the pace so much was number obviously number one Luka was not there mm -hmm. and number two Fox was pushing the pace and number three kids familiar with that style of play obviously and just handed the keys over to Denwitty so yeah, let's was, see what you, what you can do he was four for four from the line in the first quarter, six for six from the line in the second quarter. And they made some comment, and I wish I'd written it down, about how he's one of the most efficient players in the league at uh, getting fouled and converting. Yeah, he was 10 for 10 from the line Ooh. in the first half. That's good. Nice. That's real good. That kept him in the game. So Sacramento won the first half. And then Dallas, I think – Came up with an adjustment, I think. 
and it, and the idea was I think to get to the line was maybe shoot less threes, attack the rim more, and kind of get guys in foul trouble. In the third quarter, when Dallas started making their comeback, Dallas shot twelve free throws. Sacramento shot one. You think their adjustment Kings adjusted by uh, just not fouling Dinwiddie? <laughs> just stop doing that. Dinwiddie was one of one from the line. Yeah, yeah. Brunson got to the line four times. Four shots. Just guards attacking the rim, huh? Dallas started kind of taking the game back. Yeah, but it wasn't Dinwiddie getting the it line. Was, it was everybody no. else. No, so yeah, it was like, like stop fouling Dinwiddie and just foul everybody else. Yeah, it was that like didn't a, work. It's like a team effort. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Dinwiddie can't get to the rack. Everybody else is going at him too, right? He also Dinwiddie only played. Uh, he only played six minutes in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of uh, Brunson minutes. Josh Green, who I didn't know who he was before <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, he finished with 12 points and 12 rebounds. That ain't bad. Had no idea who he was. Yeah. Who's that guy? Don't know. Mm-mm. He's Australian. He's an IMG Academy guy. He's just a fucking athlete. First round pick, though. I like that Kings move. I do. I mean, yeah. As good as Halliburton, I think is going to be. They had to. They had to free up the backcourt some. Mm-hmm. They had to. They had to choose who they were going to play. Mm-hmm. And I like the trade for Dallas too. Dinwiddie gives he gives Luca a solid number two. He <laughs> <laughs> had thirty six points in the game. Man. Something Vanelli's never had. Um, shout out Josh if you're listening. He's not Dinwiddie yeah. and De'Aaron. <laughs> top scorers in the game. I mean, this game was chippy, man. Like a lot of a lot of guys were getting into it. Justin Holiday and Dinwiddie were going after it in the game mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, it's just fun. It's a fun game to watch. Near the end, Dinwiddie made that layup over Sabonis to take the lead by one with like a minute left. Dinwiddie did it, mm-hmm. and then Divincenzo like airballed a three. Yeah. Fox missed a clutch free throw when they were down one. Made the second to tie it, one eleven. And then the the most unlikely hero, Dorian Finney-Smith, <laughs> hits a three for Dallas in the corner. Corner three with three seconds left. I didn't realize he, he shot threes that much. I didn't I don't, either. I don't see him play a lot. He's always kind of seemed like a, you know... <sighs> Hard hat wearing, bringing his lunch pail to work kind of player, you know. Yeah, I like thought he was more of a tangibles def- guy, you know. I thought he was more defensive. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's got that three down. So he shot damn near fifty percent. Harrison Barnes took a bad three on the other end for the tie, missed it. Justin Holiday got the rebound, put it back in, but they were down three, not two, so the Kings lost. The Kings gave that game back, and it all started in the third quarter. Dallas made adjustments. The Kings didn't. Dallas had some home court fans in the house. They never gave up. They got down like 20-something points. Bo, do you think 
It was like the threes. What was the three rates? The Kings went nine for 25 at 36%. And the Mavericks went 14 for 36 at 38%. So the percentage was roughly the same, but the Mavericks hit more of them. Hmm. Yeah. What I take away from that is the Kings volumes, not really high enough to make a difference, but the Mavericks, that's a pretty good volume. 36, three is pretty high. Mm -hmm. I think that was a difference maker. Uh, The fact that they shot more and slightly better gives Dallas an edge there, I think. And coincidence that they won with a three. Yeah. Mm. Mm. They were open a lot at the line too. They were moving the ball around really well. Good spacing. Yeah. The Kings broadcasters commented uh, several times about Dallas spacing, how good it was. And they also commented many times on how bad Sacramento's spacing (laughs) was. So Dallas was double teaming Sabonis a lot. And they also started double teaming Fox on occasion. Mm -hmm. They were doubling Mm -hmm. uh, whoever different player, you know, one or the other. And, um, and the, Sacramento spacing wasn't good enough to get out of the doubles mm-hmm. often. These guys were just bunched up or on the wrong side of the court. There's nobody nobody to get the ball to. Uh, spacing seemed like a big issue in that game. Uh, good for Dallas, bad for Sacramento. Medium rate of threes, I would say, Bo. Medium rate. Yeah. But a factor nonetheless, I think. Not a huge factor, but. I think it's possibly part of the comeback mm-hmm. for Dallas. So all those threes. Also, I mean, who are the Kings' three-point shooters? Deer and Fox. Holiday took seven. Yeah. Justin oh, Barnes. Holiday. Yeah, Barnes. Barnes. Barnes can hit threes. DiVincenzo. Yeah, DiVincenzo rifled him off 50%, but only three of ten from the field. Those only buckets he made were threes. That's what he should be doing is shooting threes. More of them, I'd say. If he's going to make half of them. (laughs) (laughs) Swing away. I forgot that DiVincenzo played for the Kings. Yeah, it was. Well, he hasn't played in a long time now. Who watches the Kings? You know. There you go. It's not like they're on television. Yeah, I think the key for the Kings is to stay smart in the front office and keep adding veterans. I think that's going to be their key. Oh, who's drinking beer? Not Brian, because he's drinking wine. Brian having a LaCroix. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Having a fizzy water. Nice. So, any last thoughts? Any final thoughts on the pick game? It was fun, man. It was a fun game. Close. Good fun finish. Fun teams to watch. I really enjoyed watching Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't upset that Dallas was Lucas. And uh, Dallas wasn't either because they won the game. Not bad for a three-star game. What do you say we move on, pick a game, and get the fuck out of here? Sounds good. It's getting late. Mm -hmm. It is week 21. What game do you want to watch? Five pick games left. Who have we missed? Probably a lot of teams. We didn't watch Houston. We didn't watch OKC. It's a lot of bottom bottom teams. 
Only two games Thursday. They're both on TNT. It's Brooklyn at Philly, Golden State at Denver. Those are both big matchups on national television. So both zero stars. Um, <laughs> I see this Bulls Pistons game Wednesday. I see that as well. That is my lowered expectations team and the pit game. I just kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> be fun. Bulls Pistons, man. It's a good rivalry. And we haven't done a Pistons game. We haven't seen the number one overall draft pick. We haven't talked about them at all. How many stars should we give that one? How many stars can Two. we give a game, Jeff? It's a five-star system. Why is that? Because I'm a five-star man. You seriously fucking asking me that? You know why. What if we have a first-time listener, Jeff? I'm a five-star man. Anyway, we've got the Oklahoma Thunder playing the Timberwolves on Wednesday, Bo. We haven't seen the Thunder. You could watch Timberwolves game. I could go to the Timberwolves game. Yes. It's a two-star game. Next. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's an interesting one. So the Cavs are all in on this season, right? Ooh, I see what game you're talking about. The Cavs think that they belong in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. The Cavs are playing the number one team in the East on Friday night, the Heat. That Ooh. could be fun. <laughs> Have another pull off that bottle. <laughs> Cavs Heat, Friday. Let's see. I would give that more than three stars. It's three and a half. That's uh, it's not four. It's three and a half. Do you concur? I want to see Mobley versus Bam. Yeah. Nice. Fun. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that might be it, guys. What else is out there? What's Saturday? Bo, are you interested in that game? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> I like basketball games. So I think they're all going to be good. They will be, but, uh, you know, it's pick game stuff. I'm not impressed with Saturday's slate. I mean, Cleveland, Chicago, but mm, I'd rather watch Cleveland, Miami. Yeah, Cleveland, Miami sounds good. Sunday, we've got New York at Brooklyn. Mm-mm. I may just watch that one. I'm going to watch that one anyway. That's a o'clock ABC game. A nooner. Mm. Don't even don't even star that. That'd be an interesting game, but I don't know if it, we need to. Talk about it. Yeah. And it's at Brooklyn. No Kyrie. <laughs> Which makes it probably more even game. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks don't have a point guard. Right. They got IQ. Mm-hmm. IQ is a point guard that gets one assist a game. Mm. He has better assist games than that, but he'll do it. I think uh, I may have stumbled across it. Cavs-Miami game. What else seems interesting to talk about? I, I don't know. I keep looking at these games. Like the, I feel like they're all repeats of pick games we've watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we have to take advantage when we find a good one, you know? Yeah. 
really seek out the good games. I don't know if we're going to find anything better. There's an, there's an interesting one Friday is the Hornets at the Pelicans. But mm-hmm. until Zion's playing, I have no interest in watching a Pelicans game because if he comes back, then that's a different team in the play-ins. I don't know, though. Like Lonzo versus Lamelo's. Oh, that's right. They traded Lonzo. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Mm. Though McCollum, we haven't watched him play. What you're looking for is a Bulls Bobcats game. Mm-hmm. Bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen CJ play for the Pelicans yet, but uh, eh. I've seen it. It's good. He's good. He's dropping buckets. Yeah. But they're out of the mix, so it doesn't even matter. Exactly. Don't tell anybody in New Orleans that. They think they're going to overcome the Lakers. I just don't think it's possible. He is shooting 51% from the field. Wow, 52% on 26 points in 10 games. That's pretty impressive. He's been balling, man. Those shots are there, which is surprising with Valanciunas and Mm -hmm. Ingram. A lot of offense on. The ball's moving. Yeah. A lot of offense. I like Wednesday's Chicago-Detroit matchup, but I really like Friday's Cleveland at Miami matchup. I think you nailed yeah. it. Yeah, we'll go with it. You know, the Pelicans team on paper looks like a really fun team that I would really like. Mm-hmm. I think they will be. What are they missing? I think uh, it's the point guard position. Yeah. Like as many jokes as Bo makes about Lonzo. <laughs> I think he's right. Like that point guard spot. Mm-hmm. Like Devontae Graham was great in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. I don't even know who he is anymore. He's not the same guy. No. He's been terrible. He's subpar. Not a starting point guard. I'd take Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Jalen Brunson and Oh yeah. New Orleans. What do you think it is with Devontae Graham? I don't know. I have no idea. You think it's like motivation? He doesn't have he doesn't have like the owner of the team like beating him in horse <laughs> every post game? I have no fucking clue. He doesn't have Jordan just like <laughs> needling the shit out of him <laughs> constantly. Last Pelicans game against the Nuggets. Came in off the bench. He's been demoted. Yeah, I thought Graham was going to be like a guy, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Like a Brunson. Yeah, like not a, mm-hmm. not an all-NBA or even an all-star, but like. I've asked around about that guy, and like, nobody has an answer. thought he could be like a like a poor man C.J. McCollum. <laughs> I've asked him, yeah, because he used to rifle off threes mm-hmm. and drain them. I've asked around about him, and nobody has a clue what's going on with him. It's not the same guy. Maybe he's got long COVID. Maybe. I don't know. So the pick game is going to be Cavs at Miami Friday night, which gives us a couple days to really absorb Watch it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To think about it. Yeah. To think about what happened. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough game for the Cavs to win in Miami on a Friday night. Probably better on a Friday night than a Saturday night. Friday night. I don't know. Anyway, 
Hey, thank you both for a hundred episodes. Thank you everybody who's listened to a hundred episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks lot, to the Jeff. guy that, that, that edits those hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's been fun. I wouldn't, if I could take it back, I wouldn't. Cause I would never know how much work it was going to be. it's been a it's been a fun ride and i'm hoping to go for another hundred thank you everybody for listening thank you brian for being here jeff thanks for having me thank you bo for being here yeah i just want to say that i'm appreciative of everyone's support we'll keep going Understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.
Thank you.